Welcome to Mr. Chass's Leadership Parenting and Teaching Podcast, where I introduce you to the people that can help you on your leadership, parenting, or teaching journey. And today's episode is really going to be an introduction to the other episodes that are coming up. Uh, today, I have come to Tallahassee, Florida to join this Chaos to Calm conference. Not only am I joining it, I am being a helper here. So my role here is really to create community and be a mentor for those who are coming and attending the conference and learning this information, likely for the first, second, or third time. And that is my role here. Now, there are four other helpers, I believe, that are help that are, are doing it with me. Uh, I had an opportunity to connect with a few, and <laughs> as I typically do, and I get excited about meeting somebody and they have something to share, I often invite them onto the podcast to talk. Um, and I that actually had one of those moments today with one of the helpers. And she was talking about a topic that really doesn't get talked about enough. And this is coming from a woman who, well, say a lot of things about where this woman is coming from. You will have to wait for the podcast episode to hear the entirety of it, but she has a child who is uh, autistic. And when she found out that this child's autistic, like a lot of people do, like most parents um, who find out that their child has a diagnosis and they know nothing about, they go down a rabbit hole and try to learn as much as they can. And um, what she did is she made her entire world about uh, her child who is autistic. And really bend it everything and not only her own world but uh everyone in the family's world to accommodate a child who had very high support needs and i know this is such a common thing that the parents worry about of i know this one child needs a lot of my support i'm giving them support but i feel like it's taking away from what another child my other child could be getting um, and maybe even impacting them in a negative way. And she tells a story about how her daughter grew up and actually shared what her experience was. Um, and since she shared that experience, it kind of sent uh, this helper, this mother, down a different rabbit hole of learning and understanding and communicating this challenge that so many parents of neurodivergent kids struggle with. And that is, how do you support everyone in the family, right? How do you make it so that that the child who, the neurotypical child, isn't being potentially harmed by the way that we've reacted to this diagnosis? So she is going to come on here and she's going to share that story. Probably not, <laughs> probably not anytime uh, during this conference because we're going to be so busy being helpers, but she is going to come on here and she's going to share that. I'm going to schedule that. There's another uh, really exciting uh, podcast episode that that is going to be coming down the pipeline. This, and she doesn't, yeah, I'm going to put her whole government name out there, Nicole Mercer. Um, I'm going to invite her on the podcast. She agreed to come on. And I really want to invite her on because she was actually my first helper. This was when I was first being introduced to Conscious Discipline. 
this was the person who was really my first mentor in conscious discipline. Now, it was only for five days, right? And so I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say or tell you I have a really close relationship with this woman and we talk every day. No, it's nothing like that. But the lesson that she did teach me, um, I keep with me every day. And I don't even know what we're going to talk about, but this woman has such great knowledge and I love the way that she shares it. So Nicole Mercer is going to come on the podcast too. And I'm, I'm telling you all this because I am going to be putting out more and more podcast episodes and I want you to know what to look forward to. When you see the podcast episodes, you know, you already know what is coming, uh, you know, to click on it, you know, listen to it. So those are some things that are going to be happening. I'm going to share with you my goals for being a helper. I've had so many great helpers, been great mentors for me, have taught me so many great things, Nicole Mercer being one of them. And I really want to give that back. Um, and I've had the opportunity to go and, and travel the world and you know travel to different countries and speak and support teachers in that way. Um, and I'm really grateful for that. But this is an opportunity for me to get, jump into a different role where I am not the main giver of information. I am just a support system um, in this experience that people are having. And so one of the things that I want to do in the experience, I'm going to tell you some of the ideas and we'll see how, how well I actually execute them. But I'll tell you some of the ideas that I have. And in you hearing about these ideas, you will learn some conscious discipline too. So it might be worth a listen. One of the things I'm bringing is candy because, you know, just chocolate especially because we're going to be there for the whole day sometimes you need a little you need a little snack boost right in the middle in before lunch or at a break so candy chocolates but here's the catch if someone has a chocolate that you want uh it's across the table or you know outside of your reach and you want to ask for it you know i'm going to encourage everyone to ask for it but what i'm going to encourage them to do is to ask for them to ask for it the way that we would teach a toddler to ask for a toy right to put their palm facing towards the ceiling like you're asking for it right that's that is assertive communication with your hand aggressive communication is using the claw hand to kind of grab at it from people this is what most young children do they just grab and snatch and even us adults will grab and snatch uh, from children all the time so we have to get in this practice of uh using an assertive voice not only uh, so we're not snatching it. It's not just so we're practicing what we preach, but also so we're modeling what we preach. So they're seeing it in action so that they know better what like what to do and how to do it. I mean, think about how hard, difficult this, you know, conscious discipline, conscious teaching, conscious parenting has been because you didn't have a lot of examples uh, growing up. And so to even envision what that may look like is another obstacle hurdle for you to overcome. We're going to take away that hurdle, that obstacle away from children by being that model for them. And just one simple way that we can do is to model, turn, please. Put your palm facing the ceiling and say, turn, please. Or may I have a chocolate or chocolate, please. Whatever language you want to use. But palm up to the sky and using that assertive hand. Um, 
So that's one of the things I'm going to do to try to teach us. This is not going to be part of the uh, information that's disseminated in the, 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 the keynote or anything like that, but just part of the learning experience I'm creating with the people who are, are in my charge, the people who are going to be at my table. And now I have two tables, two tables of nine. So it's 18 people total that I'm going to kind of be in charge of supporting. And that is one of the things that we're going to be doing. Um, we were definitely going to be practicing the oops and handing oops cards. This is something that's built into all the conferences, but we make a mistake. Oops stands for our opportunity to problem solve. And we'll say something like, oops, you're beautiful and hand them an oops card. Uh, I'm also going to have two different kinds of bowls. I'm going to put candy, candy in. I'm going to put candy in a bowl that is an open an open bowl that you can see the candy. You don't even have to. You just see it's an open bowl, kind of a Montessori style kind of bowl. And then I have another that's more of a cylinder box that has a lid on it. I'm going to put candy in both of these things and just see if people go to it, if people are going to go to the candy that is in the open bowl or if people are going to go in the candy that's in the closed bowl. My hypothesis is that people are going to go to the candy in the open bowl. Um, and I'm not going to say this in the beginning, but it's going to, we're going to have a moment maybe tomorrow or the day after tomorrow to reflect on it and see how much candy is in the, in the, the, the closed tin and how much candy is in the open tin. And this is a lesson about accessibility. Right, that it's for a child, uh, an item is not accessible to them unless they can see it. A lot of times we put things in boxes and opaque boxes and children can't see it. Technically, that is not fully accessible because they have to be able to see it, they have to be able to touch it, they have to be able to reach it. They can't do those things, then it's considered not accessible. Uh, and just look at the impact that accessibility creates, right? When you, when you make something more accessible, they'll use it more, they'll practice it more, they'll build the skill more. Um, that thing that whatever you have in your classroom becomes more useful because it's accessible. accessible. It's practically useless when it's inaccessible. Um, so those are just some of the things that I plan on creating. Uh, oh, this... Kim Hughes, who I have invited to be on my podcast, but she has not come on my podcast. She's a very busy woman. She's the master instructor for this uh, for this session. She has uh, chosen one of my videos to play during the session, so that'll be interesting. I honestly, if I'm being real, I'd like to share my own. Uh, story myself. I'd like to get up there, get up there on stage and speak. Um, but I get lots of opportunity to speak on stage, and I don't want to take away from those who um, don't get as much opportunity as I do. Um, we'll see if that changes. If everyone, there is room for it. I probably will. I might use my sort of voice and say, "Hey, can I get up on stage for five minutes? I got a message to share about." mistakes right about being an improvementist instead of perfectionist i got a message to share about brain smart starts i got a message to share about the feeling buddies i got a lot of messages to share um but who knows time will tell i really want to spend this conference more focusing on 
uh, mentoring the people at my table. And I know if I get up there and speak, I'm going to be thinking about it and it's going to take my mind away from the mentorship. So it might be better for me to just accept things as they are instead of trying to change them. Enjoy the moment as it is. So I have to get up early tomorrow. I need to be... I have to leave here for at 6.30 in the morning. That's one of the things that's not so great about being a helper. It's it's very early mornings, at least for me. Um, I got to leave this hotel at 6.30 in the morning. And everything starts at 7.15. So hopefully I have the energy to record a podcast episode tomorrow. And talk about all the things that we talked about. Hopefully. Um, if not... We'll see what happens. I'll do my best. Oops. It'll be my opportunity to problem solve and figure out some way, some other way to get this information to you. But either way, I hope that this little bit of podcast has been helpful and you listen to the next episodes because those are going to be the episodes with the real meat and potatoes as far as helpful information goes. And if you're interested in coming to a conference, I encourage you to uh, apply for a scholarship. Um, they give out scholarships. And if, if, if you apply to a scholarship and you get it, a lot of people end up applying for these scholarships. Like it's more and more as more people find out about it. If you actually get a scholarship and you found out about the scholarship from me, please let me know because um, I just want to know the impact that I'm making. So that's it. We're going to end the podcast episode very abruptly. And just say, remember that adults need empathy too. A lot of people on this path, on this journey, only put the focus on using this information with their children. But the real, the real gold, the real value that comes from conscious discipline isn't from how we're able to guide our children in a healthy and effective way. The real magic and gold and value of conscious discipline is learning how to guide ourselves in a healthy and effective way. And only when we learn to do that will we really be able to do that for children consistently, effectively, and in a healthy way. Good night.